The Bible says in the book of Amos that in the end times, the type of praise worship instituted by King David will be revived in the church. That prophecy is being fulfilled today, and it is a sign of the soon return of Jesus. For an exciting example of this type of worship, stay tuned. Lamb and Lion Ministries presents Christ in Prophecy, a program that focuses on the fundamentals of Bible prophecy, showing how current events in the news relate to biblical predictions of end-time events and the soon return of Jesus. Now, here's your host, Dr. David Reagan. Greetings in the name of Jesus, our blessed hope. I'm Dave Reagan, Senior Evangelist for Lamb and Lion Ministries, and I want to thank you for tuning in to our program this week. Last week, we showed you a segment from a new video program that our ministry has produced. The program is called The Ark of His Presence. It contains a Davidic worship pageant designed and produced by Randall Bain. Randall has an international ministry called David's House, and through that ministry he has become known worldwide as the foremost teacher and practitioner of Davidic praise worship. The book of Amos says that the joyous, celebratory form of worship which King David introduced will be raised up in the end-time church as one of the signs of the Lord's soon return. Randall's worship pageant celebrates the presence of God in the tabernacle of Moses, the tabernacle of David, and in the hearts of believers since the day of Pentecost when the church was established. Last week, we shared with you the segment about the tabernacle of Moses. This week, we're going to show you the portion of the program that emphasizes the tabernacle of David. But before we do so, I want to show you a segment of a teaching of mine regarding the significance of the tabernacle of David. This was recorded at a site called Kiriath Jerem, located about seven miles from Jerusalem. It is where the Ark of the Covenant was stored in a farmhouse for many years before it was brought to Jerusalem by King David. The revival of the tabernacle of David in the form of the revival of Davidic praise worship is to me a sure sign of the soon return of Jesus Christ. That's the message of this whole teaching. There are so many signs that we are told to watch for in the end times, like the uh, coming together of Europe, which is happening right now, uh, the Arab nations coming against Israel, the reestablishment of Israel itself. There are so many, many signs, and some are more important of others. The ones concerning the Jewish people are the most important of all, but certainly this one is very significant. The Bible says that in the end times, there's going to be a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and we're seeing that today in the preaching of the gospel all over the world, and we're seeing that outpouring of the Holy Spirit in the revival of Davidic praise worship. Again, it is serving as a bridge between the worship of the church that had become so dead and so stilted during the 20th century to the type of worship that will characterize the millennial temple of Jesus Christ. What how exciting it is to live in a time when we can experience this bridge that the Holy Spirit is raising up. The Holy Spirit is saying, that we are to be ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are to bring Him back on a cloud of praise. Okay, folks, with that introduction, let's return now to where we left off last week with the worship pageant called The Ark of His Presence. As this segment begins, Randall Bain begins to speak about the worship innovations that were introduced to Israel by King David after he retrieved the ark from obscurity and returned it to the heart of the nation in the city of Jerusalem. So as King David worships the Lord before the Ark of the Covenant, the very same Ark that 
that was in Moses' tabernacle must enter with David into the holy presence of the Lord. Moses' tabernacle stood as the worship place for Israel, as the place of the presence of God. And yet, at some point, in fact, the wicked sons of Eli were the point, the, the ark was taken from the tabernacle, lost to the Philistines, and eventually returned to Israel but not put back in the tabernacle. In those years when the ark was not in the tabernacle, David was growing up. David was being called by God to the service that we all know he performed eventually. And when finally David did become first king in Hebron and then king over Jerusalem, he brought the ark up 
first from the house of Abinadab, where it had sat for about 25 years on Kiryat Yarim, about five miles out of Jerusalem. And because he did it wrongly, uh, it had to stop at the house of Obed-Edom, and then he brought it on in. Now this took a man of enormous courage, enormous strength, great counsel, much knowledge, deep understanding, true fear of the Lord, and great, great wisdom. Now when David grew up, he became a very cultivated man, a man of music, a man of letters, a man who knew all the refinements of life, as well as being a great warrior and a true man of God, a man with a heart after God. Everything in his life was focused on serving God. And yet, a man, a human being, a fallen human being just like you and me. And David learned and proved again and again the pattern for being restored to God after falling. And it's a pattern that God established under the Old Covenant and has continued under the New, and it's one that we all need to know. When we sin, which we will, our first responsibility is to confess it, to own it, to acknowledge that we ourselves are responsible, not our parents, not our boss, not somebody else. You confess your sin. And then blood must be applied. That's God's condition for the forgiveness of sins. So the blood of rams and lambs under the Old Covenant, the blood of Jesus under the New. And then, the third part, repentance. To rise up and walk again. Really hard, isn't it? Very, very difficult to leave behind the shame you feel and rise up and continue. And yet that is what David did. And this is a story where that is illustrated. It's another song by Ken Miedema, the blind Christian writer-singer whom we use a great deal. This one is called When You're a King. When you're a king and there's no one to stop you, you think you can have your desire. One day I saw her, I knew I must have her, whose image burned in me like fire. Bathsheba, Bathsheba, mine you shall be, and I'll have you no matter the cost. Your loveliness thrills me, your absence would kill me. I won't let this treasure be lost. So I saw what I wanted and took what I saw, thinking nothing would stand in my way. How long did I think I could sin with impunity? Judgment would find me someday. Hoping to cover my sin, then I sent for her husband to come home from war. Now give me a word of the battle, said I, and go home to the wife you adore. 
Faithful to his comrades, he slept with the soldiers and would not return to his bed. Then it came clear that no rest I would gain till Uriah the Hittite was dead. Layer after layer, now the evil unfolded, its grip never left me alone. Now I must ask General Joab to help with what I could not do on my own. Come, good Uriah, it's back to the army, and please take this note as you go. It's message important, its contents top secret, but only for Joab to know. I sent with Uriah that day Make heart attack on that city I ordered for This is no time to give away Place this Uriah in the front of the battle Up close to the walls of the town Do not protect him, let war take its course And inform me when he is struck down And sleepless the nights Till the word drifted back from the war Soundly defeated we'd suffered great loss But Uriah was living no more Free not last I would have my desire And could put this dread business to rest Quickly I turned to the matters of state Knowing all would be safe in my Requesting a word with the king Nathan the prophet You're always most welcome You shan't be denied anything What is the reason that brings you to me? Is there trouble abroad in my land? Listen, O king, to my story, said he And let justice be done by your hand Once there was a rich man had houses and flocks and good land, his coffers overflowing with possessions of great worth. Across the way lived a poor man who had nothing but a little land. He nourished it and protected it. It was all that he owned on the earth. One day the rich man had guests at his table, gave them an evening of frolic and fun. Not wishing to take from his flocks or his herds, he went to his neighbors and stole his little lamb, killed it and served it that night at his table. Now tell me, oh king, tell me what's to be done. For such cruelty the king will not stand Nathan 
of it Then looked at me sternly and said You are the man For you saw what you wanted And you took what you saw And you murdered a man on your way How long did you think you could sin with impunity has found you today. Broken and shamed, I was crushed by his blow. My only desire was to die. Lord, I have sinned and done evil before you have mercy on me hear my cry great was my sin in the eyes of the Lord and the price I must pay would be All of my seed would be plagued by the sword And my child by Bathsheba would die Great was the trouble that fell on my house And yet still there is one thing to say God in his mercy said I should not die For my sin he had Put away Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within not thrust me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Lift me up by your Spirit, O God. Bring back the joys I once I shall teach your ways to wrongdoers and sinners shall be turned again to you. Sinners shall be turned again to betrothed to him. We are a bride whom he will make pure, spotless, without wrinkle. 
until that day that he comes. Now David was restored. David was able to return again into the presence of the Lord, to worship God in the Holy of Holies. And we want to celebrate now in the spirit of David and invite you to join with us. Well, folks, I hope that segment from our new video program blessed you as much as it did us when we originally experienced it and then had the privilege of producing it as a video program called The Ark of His Presence. Next week, the Lord willing, we will show you the third and final segment of this program of Davidic Praise Worship. It will focus on the presence of God in believers since the day of Pentecost. But 
Before we close, I want to emphasize to you once again the message of the revival of Davidic praise worship. To do so, let's return to the village of Kiriath-Jerim in Israel. The tabernacle of Moses and the tabernacle of David coexisted for 42 years, 30 years under the kingship of David and 12 years during the time of Solomon. In other words, they coexisted until Solomon built his temple and rededicated it, at which point both of those tabernacles were done away with. The point I want to make to you is that the tabernacle of David served as a bridge between the dead worship that had come to characterize the tabernacle of Moses and the glorious spirit-filled worship that was going to characterize the temple of Solomon. It was a bridge between the two. And in like manner, since 1948, God has been resurrecting the tabernacle of David. And that tabernacle of David, which is the revival of Davidic praise worship in the church today, is also serving as a bridge. It is a bridge between the dead worship that had come to characterize the church of the 20th century and the glorious spirit-filled worship that will characterize the millennial temple of Jesus Christ. God wants His Son to come back on a cloud of praise, a cloud of hallelujahs. He wants a church that is rejoicing, a church that is uninhibited in its worship of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let me tell you how this really began. It began in the early 80s when the International Christian Embassy in Jerusalem decided that they wanted to start celebrating a Gentile celebration of the Feast of Tabernacles because in Zechariah 14 it says that during the millennial reign of Jesus Christ that the nations of the world will send representatives each year to Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. And the International Christian Embassy said, well, why don't we just have some practice right now? So they called for Christians to come from all over the world to come to Israel to show their support for Israel and at the same time to celebrate the Feast. And they brought in one of the most gifted worshipers on planet earth, a man by the name of Randall Bain from Kansas City, Missouri. And Randall served for over 10 years as the artistic director of the celebration of the Feast of Tabernacles. And he introduced through that to the whole world, because people came from all over the world, he introduced them to Davidic praise worship, to the use of all the visual arts in worship. And people were excited and they went back home all over the world and said, we've got to do this at our church. They took videos with them. And suddenly Davidic praise worship exploded all over the globe. What a glorious thing it has been to see the revival of the Tabernacle of David in these end times. Well, that's our program for this week. Be sure to join us again next week when we will present the third and final segment of the worship pageant. In the meantime, if you would like to get a copy of this remarkable video program that contains 75 minutes of Davidic praise worship, you can do so by calling the number you see on the screen. The program is available for a gift of $15 or more, including the cost of shipping. Yes, you heard me right. For a gift of only $15 or more, we will send you a copy of this video program. Well, that's it for this week. Until next week, the Lord willing, this is Dave Reagan speaking for Lamb and Lion Ministries saying, look up, be watchful, for our redemption is drawing near. Have you ever felt overwhelmed with trying to get a grip on Bible prophecy? Do you have the time, the space, the money for all the books? Well, there's hope for you. After spending just a few minutes at lamblion.com, 
you'll discover that Dr. David Reagan's devotion to sound Bible study and his excellent skills as a teacher and communicator for over 25 years have led to the development of one of the best organized and most extensive Bible study websites in the world. Every day we receive feedback from people all over the globe who are blessed by the articles, TV programs, resources, and valuable links to other Christian ministries that can be found at lamblion.com. Thank you for joining us on today's Christ in Prophecy, a presentation of Lamb and Lion Ministries, a non-denominational ministry dedicated to teaching the fundamentals of biblical prophecy and proclaiming the soon return of Jesus.